Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Today on Legally Us, Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis are sued by their former nanny. Plus, Team Mom star Ryan Edwards is arrested while we have an update on Lisa Marie's estate battle and why Amy Robach may have gotten a bigger severance than TJ Holmes. We've got that plus so much more on today's Legally Us. Everyone, welcome to Legally Us. I'm Christina. And that's, of course, Nima Romani, president of West Coast Trial Lawyers and former federal prosecutor. Hi, Nima. How are you? Hi, Christina. How have you been? Good, good. Lots of legal news to get to this week. But last week's show got a lot of people talking and especially about Prince Harry, Samantha Markle, Meghan Markle. So we wanted to shout out a couple comments um, from Deb said Samantha will win. She has more powerful. She has more power behind her than Meghan thought she had. Samantha doesn't want money. She just wants to clear her name and her father's name. We spoke a little bit about that as well. It seems like she's only asking for $75,000. So it seems like money really isn't the issue here. It's more about clearing her name. I think so. But I don't know about having more power behind her. Mm. Megan has a lot of money. She's reportedly paid a lot for her Netflix documentary. And we know the prince is bringing a lot of money and firepower to this fight as well. So I don't know if it's really accurate that Samantha has more resources behind her than her half-sister. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that one. And then Becky Ann just says, I hope Megan mops the floor with Samantha, then countersues her. Is that possible that Megan can eventually countersue um, her half-sister? It's possible. It's something we saw with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, right? You know, uh, we had claims back and forth. It's a little bit tougher because Megan is a public figure to win a defamation case as a public figure. You got to show actual malice, whereas... You know, someone like Samantha, she's not a public figure. So it's easier to defame someone who isn't in the public eye. Interesting. All right. Well, let's move on to the biggest legal story of the week. Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis' former nanny, Erica Gerano, is suing them for discrimination, alleging they terminated her employment because of her mental health. So in in court documents, um, she alleges she became increasingly anxious and stressed after Olivia and Jason ended their romantic relationship. In the complaint, she alleged that uh, Olivia abruptly left the home where she lived with Jason and the children in November of 2020. And Jason leaned on the presence of the nanny for support. In her complaint, she claims that Olivia's absence in late 2020 and early 2021 caused her stress and anxiety to keep boiling up as she spent more time with the kids. Uh, Janera also claimed that she eventually began attending group therapy with Olivia and Jason. And then she later started seeing an osteopath to treat her symptoms of physical pain, anxiety, and stress. And then in February of 2021, she told Jason that she planned to quit, but would give him up to five months to find a new caretaker for the children. She then was told that to give them radio silence for a few days, but Jason 
within hours was demanding that she, uh, he speak with her. And that was when she was uh, terminated on the spot. So now she believes she was terminated because of her disability of anxiety, depression, and for seeking the reasonable accommodation of three-day leave of the absence for the same. So what exactly is she seeking in this case? Well, Christina, I know this case very well because my law firm is representing Erica and she's seeking damages for wrongful termination. So under California law, you can't terminate someone for a protected reason for asking to go on medical leave, especially when it was at the recommendation of a doctor. Yeah, no, definitely. So she, like you said, she's seeking damages, including loss of earnings, um, deferred compensation and other employment benefits. So where do you see this kind of ending up? Do you think that this is something that will be settled out of court or do you think that this could eventually go to trial? It could very well go to trial because we know that Jason and Olivia, they've dug their heels in. They say that this case has no merit. So when a defendant says something like that, my response is, well, let's have a judge and jury decide. And that's absolutely what's going to happen in this case. No, definitely. And and I guess she can prove that she was terminated because of her disability. If the, her doctor, you know, gave her that, you know, warning to, you know, not have that three day communication. And then Jason broke that. Correct. Well, yeah, so I can't get into Jason's head, but when someone gives a doctor's note and they're terminated within hours, almost immediately, a jury can reasonably find that that she was terminated in response to providing this doctor's note. This isn't someone that was let go days or even weeks later. The termination was immediately upon providing the note, which makes it for a very strong employment case. Right. And it does appear based on, you know, the court documents and when we saw that it appears that this relationship was more than just a nanny. Like she was there for them in the time where they split. It seems almost like they took advantage of her a little bit is is that abnormal? Is that something that you're also going to bring up in this case as well? Yeah, that's certainly something that we're going to argue. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously this wasn't your typical nanny relationship because the household was in turmoil. You know, Olivia was on her way out and Erica had to take on additional responsibility, not just for the kids, but to deal with Jason and his levels of anxiety as well. We all know how difficult the separation can be, not just for the spouses, but for anyone working in the household as well. And she was experiencing the same level of anxiety as Jason and Olivia were. Mm -hmm. No, I know that uh, that Erica has spoken out before about this famous salad dressing story, which I'm still obsessed about. Um, (laughs) But at, at the time, Olivia and Jason said that she was harassing them. Is that a defense that they could possibly use? Well, they're going to argue that she was terminated for a legitimate reason. So I expect to hear that type of defense. And of course, as her lawyers, we're going to try to convince jurors here in California that she was terminated for a prohibited reason because she was ordered to go on leave. Let's not forget a doctor told her, do not talk to Jason, do not talk to Olivia. You need a few days off for your mental health. And they refuse, at least the argument will be, they refuse to accommodate that medical direction that her doctor was provided. And let's not forget, this doctor was recommended by Jason. So this is their doctor who's telling Erica what to do. And then when they don't like the really the direction that the doctor was giving Erica, they decided to terminate her. So that's going to be the argument. And that's what jurors are going to hear in this case. Interesting. Are you surprised that Olivia and Jason haven't responded to this so far? Well, it was just filed just mm-hmm. a few days ago. Okay. So um, I expect them to file a both a legal response. I'm sure their PR team will put something out as well. But 
it doesn't really matter what's said in the press or even what's said on the show. What really matters is the evidence that's presented in court. And we're excited to present that on behalf of Erica. And we're going to be following it every single step of the way. Definitely. All right. Well, moving on to this is a sad story. So team mom alum Ryan Edwards, he was arrested following cheating allegations against his wife, Mackenzie Edwards. So according to an arrest obtained by Us Weekly on February 10th, the reality star was arrested after his wife reported to the Hamilton County Sheriff's Office that he had posted revealing photos of her on his Instagram page. The day before uh, being taken into custody, he was served with an order of protection by the Hamilton County Sheriff's Department in order to immediately vacate his residence. Um, she alerted the authorities that Ryan had been in contact with her father, which claimed, uh, which she claimed violated their protective order. Now, he has had um, a lot of legal pr- trouble in the past. Um, he accused Mackenzie of infidelity on Instagram just last month, and he... Um, in March of 2017, he was arrested for heroin possession. He was arrested again for violating his probation. Um, he, fi- he he was filed for an order of protection against his ex-wife, Macy Bookout. So the list kind of goes on and on here. So what will happen to Ryan now that he has violated this protective order? Yeah, it is a sad case, Christina. And Ryan is in a world of trouble. Yeah. I mean, the, the details of the allegations are very serious. I mean, he reportedly... Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org held a knife to her neck in front of their children, uh, punched holes in the walls, threatened her, threatened to kill her. So this is a big problem for someone with a pretty significant criminal history and no real history of following court orders. So I think he's going to spend some significant time in prison or jail. Really? Okay. And then he was also, in addition to violating the protective order, he was also found to be in possession of drugs as well. So is is that additional time that could be um, amounted on to what he could already be serving for violating the, uh, the protective order. Definitely. I mean, there's no question, obviously, that the violence and threats, that's more serious than just mm-hmm. the drug possession. But I mean, here's someone, I mean, and totally they both have a history of drug problems, but here's someone that, you know, whether it's for anger management or, or, or violent outbursts or drugs is unable to follow the law and follow mm-hmm. the court's very specific orders. So this is something that the judge in the case is going to have to take into consideration when deciding, hey, what's an appropriate sentence? Is it safe for Ryan to be out in the community and interacting with members of the public? Mm-hmm. Is that why they made him vacate his residence? Because he was uh, a threat to the community and to his family? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, you know, when you act like that, that sort of uh, irrational behavior, that violent behavior, that's something that 
you know, both law enforcement and the court's going to say, well, look, it's not safe for you to be in the same home yeah. as your ex or with the kids. So that's exactly what we're seeing here, Christina. Right. So even if his wife decides to drop the charges, he could still face jail time in this, though, right? Oh, no question, because and that's a common misnomer. And it actually happens a lot in domestic violence cases where the victim will sort of recant or, or feel sorry for the abuser. That's part of the psychology of abuse. But it's really the people versus Ryan, right? It's not Mackenzie versus Ryan. It's not a civil case. It's a criminal case. So it's really up to the prosecution to decide whether to move forward or not. And I could tell you that eight times out of 10, sometimes nine times out of 10, by the time the case goes to trial, the, the victim feels bad or you know doesn't want the abuser to be punished. But the state moves forward anyway, because it's a crime against the people. And it's not just against the victim. Yeah. I mean, and how much time do you think he could spend in jail? Yeah, based on especially the knife to the neck and, you know, the significant history and the violating the protective order. I mean, I think he could potentially get years in prison for something like this. Yikes. All right. Well, hopefully everybody is safe and the family is safe. Um, moving on to Lisa Marie, people have been so fascinated by this story. I know everybody has been watching what we've had to say about this. Or um, So Lisa Marie's Presley's former manager, Barry Siegel. So he refers to himself as a one of the former co-trustees um, in the Promenade Trust in a legal document that was filed filed back in 2019. So Priscilla Presley, of course, is she is requesting that a judge declare an updated version of her daughter, Lisa Marie Presley's living trust invalid. So Priscilla says in her court filing that she never accepted the amendment that Lisa Marie made in 2016. She said that the the signatures weren't correct, um, things like that. But now it seems that Siegel, who was on that original one, did acknowledge that an amended amendment was made. So Lisa Marie sued Siegel in 2018, accusing her business manager and former former trustee of dissipating her wealth through his reckless and negligent mismanagement. Um, he countersued, claiming that her allegations were baseless and false. So what exactly does this mean for Priscilla now? Does this kind of confirm that there definitely was a amendment to that 2016 trust? No, Siegel certainly doesn't help. And, you know, former is right. You know, you have a former wife of Elvis Presley, Priscilla, and you have a former trustee, you know, and when you have the former trustee saying, Hey, I'm no longer a trustee of the trust. And there's this new amendment. That's all evidence that the most recent amendment is the valid will. So Priscilla really has an uphill battle in this case. She's going to try to say that, you know, it was fraudulent and go through this will contest. But the evidence is pretty strong that Lisa Marie intended to cut her mom out and really move forward and provide her estate to right. her kids. So what is next for Priscilla in this case going forward? I mean, I know that she's released statements saying that she wants to keep her family intact, but this seems to be doing something completely opposite. Yeah, we're going to see a trial in probate court. So there's going to be a will contest. And, you know, in these types of cases, probate cases, they're decided by a judge, not a jury. So that's some way they're a little bit different, but a judge is going to decide, is the more recent amendment, is it valid? Was this Lisa Marie signature? Did it have witnesses? All the formalities that need to happen for a valid will or a valid trust. And if so, then Priscilla is going to be out of luck. Right. And so does that mean like Priscilla and Riley could eventually meet together in court to kind of hash this out then? Well, absolutely. I mean, Riley on one hand is the beneficiary and then you have Priscilla who's challenging it. Really the burden's on her, Priscilla, to prove that the more recent amendment is invalid. Interesting. All right. Well, moving on. Uh, another story that people are fascinated with, Amy Robach and TJ Holmes, they each got what uh, reportedly a nice severance package from ABC after their affair kind of blew up their jobs. Sources told ABC that Amy's been at ABC 
Sources told page six, excuse me, that Amy's been at ABC a lot longer and has a much bigger contract because it was reported that she got a much bigger settlement than he did. She joined the network in 2012 and he has been on since 2014 in kind of a, a lower role. She pulled double duty co-hosting GMA three, um, 2020. And, uh, this was a role that she worked really hard to getting. It seems kind of, you know, pretty obvious that maybe that's why she got a bigger severance because of her bigger job there. Correct. Oh, and there's no question, right? She has two really big roles. I'm GMA and 2020. Actually, my colleague, Ron, who's going to be covering for me next week mm-hmm. while I'm out was actually on GMA uh, just a couple of days ago. So, um, but I mean, look, these are two of the biggest shows that ABC and Disney have, and she's working both and she's been there longer. So mm-hmm. she's going to be paid more, but there's also another important factor when it comes to TJ and Amy, TJ was the one who reportedly had that affair with the intern, right? That's a big problem. You know, obviously this case resolved during a confidential mediation. So we don't have all the details, but if it were to be litigated, if we were to go into court and have to deal with a jury, I would expect that they would find that TJ to be more responsible and pay him less than Amy. Because, you know, what did Amy do? Amy arguably had a consensual, although maybe inappropriate relationship with a colleague at her level. That's very different from TJ, who reportedly not only did that, but had a sexual relationship with an intern. Right. In your opinion, did it seem like maybe they wanted Amy to stay and she decided to leave and maybe they wanted TJ out? Potentially. That's what happens in employment cases. But oftentimes when it gets messy, when there's threats of lawsuits, the employers say, listen, I'll enter into some sort of severance. I'll enter into some sort of settlement agreement, but you got to go. Because, you know, when there's that threat of litigation, sometimes that employer-employee relationship breaks down and it's better for both sides to move on. True. All right. Well, Nima, thank you so much. We will miss you next week, but we will see you back in just a couple of weeks. Thanks, Christina. See you in a couple.